Aloha. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to another exciting episode of our Church College of Hawaii and BYU Hawaii Aloha Friday Alumni Podcast. We'd like to welcome all of you that are joining in from wherever, from the Pacific, here in Hawaii, Asia, or even from the mainland. So uh, hopefully you all are doing well and uh, looking forward to the weekend like we are. So thank you for joining us this uh, beautiful Friday afternoon here in Laie, Hawaii. The sun is out, it's nice and warm. So for those of uh, our brothers and sisters out there in Utah and wherever you might be that's a little chilly, we'll uh, send over some <laughs> Aloha Friday warmth to you and hopefully you are all doing well. We have uh, a couple of exciting guests here with us today for our, our Aloha Friday podcast. But before we get to them, just a couple of announcements uh, before we get started. First of all, I want to thank again our uh, Dean of Students, uh, James Faustino, last week. As uh, for those of you that haven't seen our uh, podcast from last week, we try, we're trying something new. We uh, uh, broadcast from uh, different locations of the campus. So we were in front of the mural, uh, David Omakay mural last week uh, by the flag circle. So we're going to try and do different things here and there. So grateful for James and joining us uh, for our first podcast for this year. Um, we also have uh, our podcast for Mentoring Monday. This is hosted by our students. So uh, starting uh, next week, Monday, we'll have uh, our faculty here from Mongolia. Uh, I can't say that name, so I'm not going to attempt to say it, but that's our guest that's going to join us. We also have our uh, student from Mongolia, Bella, who's going to be hosting it and directing that podcast on uh, Monday at 3 p.m. And it's about a uh, 30-minute uh, uh, podcast with our folks. So uh, let's see. Again, I encourage all of you to go into our Ohana Network Um website and link in order to uh, update or create your profile as you see they're scrolling down on the bottom to go in and put in your information so if you've started your profile and not finished it yet we encourage you to go back in and make sure we can uh, have your information so that way you'll get uh, the newsletter that we do every month you'll get information about upcoming podcasts like you see today updates from the university here at BYU Hawaii, as well as other things that are happening in our university community. So go ahead and do that, and we'll make sure we keep you in touch with what's happening, okay? So at this time, I'd like to bring in our special guests all the way from beautiful Utah, our brother and sister uh, Sheena and uh, Norris Aliasa. Aloha, guys. <laughs> How are you? You guys are doing good? Okay, we can't quite hear you. Uh, are you muted? want to make sure that uh, we can hear you guys. Can you hear us? Yeah, there we go. Perfect. Can you hear us? Yes. Can you hear me? Okay, awesome. Wow, welcome, Sheena and Norris. So good to see you. Wow, those are beautiful... Uh, Alumni T-shirts. Uh, must somebody nice must have given you those uh, beautiful T-shirts. Must have been really nice. So good to have you guys. I know you were just home uh, a week or so ago, uh, 
tending to some family business. So it was nice for me to briefly meet with you guys and chat with you. And it's always nice to see our brothers and sisters come home and see us that are still here in uh, Laie and Kahuku and Haula and here at the university. So it's nice to see you guys. <laughs> Thank you, Norris. So, you know, there's probably a lot of people that haven't seen you guys in a long time, right? Or maybe some people that have heard your name but never really met you. So I'm going to give you guys a few minutes and to introduce yourself a little bit and whatever you want to share. I know we're going to get to know more about you and your family as our podcast goes on. But if you can just do that, that would be awesome. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'm Norris Elisau. And... Um, I went out to Hawaii to seek uh, further education back in 89. Um, then I met up with this uh, wonderful woman uh, right by my side here. <laughs> yep, that's the one. <laughs> uh, she chased me for about five years. Um, <laughs> I'm next. Yeah, okay. Well, anyways. Um, yeah, we got together. Um, we both worked at the Polynesian Culture Center. Uh, I was a dancer. When I heard the voice over the the, the speaker, I, I told everyone sitting there, and I said, this is going to be my wife. So I went out there, and he goes, okay, that's, that's her. I identified her. And, and then I worked my way up to be a musician. Yeah. Then I got to be a musician with her. <laughs> then you graduated <laughs> to a musician. <laughs> yeah, we had a lot of fun out there in uh, in Hawaii, especially at BYU, um, which was a wonderful experience. And great to be able to get our degree. And now we're on the other side of the fence as alumni, um, hopefully, hopefully to encourage those who have come from uh, BYU Hawaii to join us um, as we're going to have a lot of fun, right? Since you're on the committee, so yeah. So that's that's a little bit about us. So I'll let my lovely wife uh, continue the the journey there. Sure. So we graduated from um, BYU. Um, finished with my masters, entering into a doctorate. Um, came to to Hawaii, stayed in Hawaii for a bit, quite a bit after we graduated, did the education route and had, you know, the circuit there, went through, um, I was able to go through a few schools around in Hawaii and um, decided we needed to come to Utah. Really didn't know why, but we felt the promptings of the Heavenly Father and we followed them immediately. So we jumped on a plane, um, came to Hawaii, uh, to Utah, and um, our daughter was here. She had just gotten married, lost her first baby, but now she's got two more daughters, and they're absolutely beautiful. Oh, hi, Whitney. <laughs> People are texting me. <laughs> and so now we're here, and we're enjoying being still connected to BYU, still connected to PCC, but connected to the greater good um, and the greater vision of what it stands for. And it really is to go forward and just educate people on what Aloha really is. What does it mean? How does it feel? And what you can do um, to grow within your own, not only school, program, home, and your heart. 
So we're here now. I adopted a little boy. He is <laughs> now six years old. We got him when he was like a week and um, started a new job, a new baby, a new school. And it's been a, an unbelievable journey so far. So we're extremely grateful for what we've done, what we've accomplished, and where we are. Nice. Thank you. Thank you for taking a minute to introduce yourselves a little bit, uh, Norris and Sheena. Uh, so throughout the podcast today, if you have any comments, you want to say hello to Norris and Sheena, just go ahead and add those comments and we can see those and, and say hello to you as well. So uh, Sheena and Norris, uh, you can also see those as well as we go along. But let me ask you both this. So Norris and Sheena, how did you guys... Uh, decide to come to BYU Hawaii was where was there were there others that came before you I mean how did what how, what caused you to make that journey to Hawaii to go come to school here go ahead okay <laughs> you know you get the old nudge and <laughs> so for my journey um I straight out of high school I went to church college in New Zealand had a, a great experience, learned so much, but there was a cohort of kids, Māori kids that came over and um, my cousins came through, classmates came through. They were all accepted with Uncle Tommy. So mm -hmm. Uncle Tommy told him I brought them over when I was at church college, um, and but I left to go to Australia instead. So I was like, okay, that's nice. Let's just go to the bright lights in city, in Sydney and see what it looks like over there. So that cohort was like Nancy, Wayne Tarafiti, uh, my cousin Della, Adele Wirihana. Um, and there was a whole heap of them. I think, oh yeah, Izzy came over. Um, so, so these guys came with you, you say? No, they came. We, when I was at church college, they all oh. applied to go. I see. Okay. And so when I went in, Auntie Kara Tarifat, she was one that was like, come on, maybe you need to get in. I was like, okay. Um, but Uncle Tommy must have thought I was too white. I didn't know my heart. So I came over and um, I just went to Australia and everyone else went to Hawaii. I stayed there in Australia for a few years, worked at the stock exchange, and they had a big crash in the 80s. Mm-hmm. So um, that was a bit scary for me because I was working on trading floor. People were just like bombarding the trading floor. And anyway, I applied um, to come to BYU Hawaii because everyone was still there at that time. So I applied and um, called up David Settle. Of course, everyone's got a connection, right? Yeah. Six degrees of separation. It's now two. Right, right. So you know someone. Anyway, my connection was David Settle. So I said to him, Kazi, what do I need to do to get into BYU? He told me everything that I needed to have. And so I applied, um, thankfully got in. And so I headed over at the, I think it was June, June maybe. I came over to um, Hawaii and I was like, wow, what is this place? What? You only get $2 an hour? Oh, wait. Because remember, I went to the stock exchange. They had real money. So when I came over, I got hired as a musician from Uncle Jack, Uwale. Yes. So the first thing he said to me, and Eddie, I think you were just around the corner. Um, he said to me, well, babes, you are white, but you have a heart of a Polynesian. I was like, 
Uncle, I am Polynesian. <laughs> so that's how that was my journey from New Zealand to Australia to Hawaii. Um, never looked back. Wow, I never thought I never heard that story. So that's good. I'm glad that you took a minute to explain that. Okay, that was nice. Thank you. Okay. How about you, Norris? As for me, um, I, I came to play football um, in Utah somewhere. Mm -hmm. um, but my father had paid my fare only to Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> so he said, okay, son, if you want to play football, find your way over there. And so I stayed with my grandmother in, in, in uh, Hawaii. And doctors said that she only had like six months to live. So I said, okay, I'll stay with you and uh, watch over you until you, until you pass. Well, long story short, she didn't. She didn't pass till three years later. <laughs> so there went my football eligibility. But in the meantime, I got to work at that PCC as a dancer and and um, as a drummer. And man, I just loved it there. I think that's what really um, kept me there was it was, you know, those days back uh, when we used to dance and, you know, sing and and coming to work wasn't work. It was it was fun. You know, we got paid to get, even though it was a two dollar paycheck, but <laughs> literally, yeah. Literally, I think literally. I've still got mine laminated somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I don't think these students nowadays understand what that truly meant. Yeah, those two dollar paychecks. I tell you, man. So, <laughs> well, yeah, it was it was quite an experience. And so, by the time she left, I was already in school and everything. So, <clears throat> that's how I got here. That's awesome. And you came straight from Samoa. Where in Samoa? Yeah, in uh, American. American Samoa. Yeah, American Samoa. Where? Uh, in from from Esepa. There we go. There yeah. we go. You and I have that tie, brother. Yeah, we got that. <laughs> We're from the same village. <laughs> oh, so there's only two families? <laughs> Just oh, kidding. Yes, yes. We came from the, the same village. And that's why when I first met Norris, I knew there was an instant connection right there. You know, us that came from uh, that area. So yeah. thank you. Thank you for, for sharing that. That's, that's really cool. It's amazing that you have uh, other goals in mind, but yet uh, you get here and then other things happen and you take a different route to, to go to where you need to go to for school and those other accomplishments that we're going to talk about later. So one of the things that we really enjoy doing these podcasts are these slides and pictures of you guys, yeah, of our guests. So we're going to go into the uh, our PowerPoint slide and look at some of the pictures from uh, Sheena and um, and Norris. So we generally ask our guests to come up with a theme and you know and ask them, you know, why why did you think of that theme? Why is it important to you? So on here it says we honor the past. To be to better see our future. So why why did you guys choose that? Well, I chose it, and it's from the school that I'm at, Pacific Heritage Academy. And I just love the whole philosophy of it to say that we've come from someone and we stand on somebody's shoulders. There's a foundation behind us or underneath us that lifts us up. And to honor that, we've got to know our heritage. We've got to know our roots so that we know where we're going. So this is from my school, and it was set up, the school was set up almost 10 years ago now. Mm 
and it's had a, a number of alumni come through it. But I think, you know, this transcends any culture, any, um, I just really think it has a lot of teeth in it. And to know that our young ones need to know who they are, who they are their heritage, their story, so they know where they're going. That's wonderful. I think one of the things that I saw there at your school, uh, Sheena, was that big painting. And mm -hmm. when you walk in, you see that. You see our people's uh, migration they, as they move from island to island, areas to areas in the Pacific. And uh, you're right. I mean, although they may have gone to different places, they would never forget where they came from in order to build that future, yeah? That's so true. Because even, you know, it doesn't matter which culture you're from or heritage. Mm -hmm. You've come here for a purpose. You've gone to the place where you're at right now for a purpose. Right. So there's never, ever a reason, like, I don't know, but there's a purpose behind it. you got to yeah. find out. Right. And sometimes we may not know why right. the purpose is until, you know, you get there or even after you leave. We always tell these students when they come to BYU Hawaii, Sometimes they might not know why they apply to BYU Hawaii, and sometimes they might not know why they're here, but they definitely know why they came That's once right. they leave, you know. Can I just say one thing about their painting, and I should have thrown up a picture about it, but um, we try and use a lot of our alumni from BYU, whether they're teaching, support, or we commission out. That painting, we actually commissioned LJ Fuimaono. Mm-hmm. We asked him to come in and do it for us. And of course, whatever school I've been at, I've always hired him. I've always hired like Kalani Shelford or um, Alvina New or someone from BYU. I've brought them in with me to the schools because they bring a different kind of feeling. Yeah, and they've got a different kind of outlook and perspective. So um, that painting, it was the vision of what we had about migration coming into the school, but LJ is the one that painted it, and he did a fantastic job. After that painting, you can't get him anymore. He's too famous for us. <laughs> yeah, he did a wonderful job on that painting on your wall there as you entered the school. So thank you. Thank you for talking about the, uh, the theme. This is a nice picture of both of you. How long ago was that? Do you remember? Uh, was it here in Hawaii, or was it up there in yeah. New Jolene took it, of course, alumni, right? Oh, Jolene yeah. took it. It's about maybe four or five years ago. Okay. I think you still got the same beard, bro. <laughs> That's really nice. Thank you for sharing that. Okay, on our next photo here. I love this photo. I've seen this photo many times in your home, and I really like it. It really talks about you guys, your culture, your family and things that you do. Can you guys touch on a little bit about this? Yeah, back in 2000, a gentleman by the name of Randy Braun was doing an experiment there, over there in uh, uh, Windward Mall. And so we went over and saw him and we asked, we set an appointment, but we asked that we uh, be able to um, do our own props because he, he usually does um, Hawaiian. Mm exclusively Hawaiian. Um, so we asked him if we can do this and yeah, he was excited to do that for us. Now he's he's another pretty famous guy. Uh, I think he lives on the outer island, either Maui or Hawaii. 
But uh, that was back in 2000. So I did this on one side, of course, and then my daughter, Risha, uh, on my arm, uh, was also dressed in Samoan. Then the other half of our relationship, of course, is my wife, where she's wearing the uh, attire of uh, a Maori queen. And then her princess right, in, right next to her. You like that, Eddie? Is that so good? <laughs> I like it. I, I really do love it. You know, you, you look at this picture and then, you know, you, you turn around and then you look at your kids again, where they're at today. How right. quickly time has passed, yeah? And yeah. all of the things in between. You know, our parents used to always tell us, time's going to go by fast. Don't blink. You know, enjoy these kids when they're... And it is so true. It is so true. Now that we're having... Grandkids, you know, you look back at that man, where did the time go? No, right. so yeah. because we had adopted a son, right? Yeah. He looked at that picture and he goes, Mom, where am I? <laughs> so, I had a napkin, he drew a stick figure on it, and we put it right in the middle of that picture. Oh, you are. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's so cute! But yeah. we have updated it thanks to again, you know, we always look to Jolene, she's our go to person. But she didn't update that picture for us a few years back. Oh, so nice. We do have an updated one. Mm. Yeah, I think we're going to see a photo or two with your son in there. And oh. that, that'll, be, that'll be really nice. So thank you for explaining that one. So this is a more recent one, right? Is that true? Well, it's um one, yeah, we've got one granddaughter there. We've, she was probably just born around then. But she's two years old now, and we've got another granddaughter and a son-in-law. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I think we have a, a, a closer updated picture here in a little bit. But that's our son, Matty. Now, this is an interesting story. Matty and Risha, we were in um, TVA together with their parents, with Matty's parents, Tony and Leah. Tony oh. and Leah. So they used to live right across the road in E-Building. I think, you know, with Donna Ahuna and Brian was in there. I think Cena and them were down there too. Um, anyway, we're mm. all in the TVA together. And uh -huh. these two used to play together when they were little. <laughs> and so he used to come over to our house, Risha, Risha, you up and I'm like, five o'clock in the morning, Matty, go home. Unbeknownst <laughs> <laughs> to us, this relationship, it wasn't, it didn't carry on through the years, but they picked up after their missions. And so they reconnected after their missions and decided they were eternal companions. Wow, that's amazing. He actually uh, proposed right there in that courtyard again. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's amazing. Amazing these stories, yeah? Yeah. It's oh, good. So when you guys came to BYU Hawaii, what did you guys study? What did you guys major in? Uh, my wife is uh, in education, mm -hmm. and then I was um, Pacific Island Studies and um, social science teaching. Nice. So, you know, looking back at those experiences that you had here at BYU Hawaii, what were some of the things that stood out to you that, uh, you know, you probably wouldn't have gotten if you stayed home back in Samoa or New Zealand? What are some of the things that you think you gained along the way when you were here at BYU Hawaii? Uh, I think one thing that comes to mind for me is the culture nights. 
Mm. Yeah, those were good fun, man. <laughs> Participating in that. And it was such a massive production. It was it was unreal to be a part of. I think that's one thing that really stuck out to me. How about you, Rick? Well, I, I think Eddie really wants to talk about education. Yeah. That's good. That's very educational. But you're, you're right. Yeah. It goes along with Pacific Garden Studies. Perfect. <laughs> For me, the education I couldn't get was the in New Zealand was a connection that were made to other people. Mm-hmm. So if I had a stayed home in New Zealand, all I, all I would have known is New Zealand. Mm. But coming over here, I was able to co- uh, connect with um, people from the mainland, from Asia, from the Pacific Islands, from um, Mongolia, mm. you know, we, yeah. Africa. Remember Numbi? Yeah, Numbi. So, you know, those kind of people that we knew and we met there at BYU just made our lives more richer. Mm. When we come somewhere else, we're more accepting. I believe this is just my philosophy that you become more accepting of others and what they do. It doesn't look out of the norm. Mm-hmm. So, if I'm sure if I had stayed home and these different cultures would have come to New Zealand and I would have met up with them, I would have been like, bro, you don't know what you talk- I didn't even understand you. Yeah. That kind of stuff. But here I've been enlightened. Yes. My horizons have broadened. Um, and one thing I must say about the teaching too, they teach. Mm-hmm. You know, there's some that are, are greater teachers or more connection mate, a relationships building um, than other teachers. And I think that just goes throughout the whole education system. Mm-hmm. Kids will connect with teachers, but one teacher that I really connected with, and um, don't get me wrong, education must have been in my mind all this time, but I didn't come out to do that. I was in hotel industry because I was going to go back to New Zealand, work in Turangi, my little <laughs> town of Turangi, and I was going to do recreational studies or recreational um, tourism. So yeah. I was going to look at the back outdoors and all this kind of stuff and I don't know what I was thinking. It's too cold outside. <laughs> if, um, but one person that changed my major and my life was um, Coach Porter. Wow. So he really, it was a kinesiology class, and I remember exactly what I was wearing, what I did, what he said, where I was. Um, but one thing he said to us, he said, class, you need to go to La Ia Elementary. You need to break down what you do when you pass it a ball, it was like, pass a ball? You have it in your hands, you throw it on the ground, and you hope they catch it. (laughs) And he said, Shinny, you need to break it down more. So I had to think, what was the trajectory? Where was the angle? What angle would they pick it up? What if this child is a five-year-old and doesn't know how to catch? Doesn't happen in like year. Everybody knows how to catch in like year. And then what happens if they're a special needs kid? What if they're tall? What if they're short? I had to think about all these steps. And then we had to go and teach it. It was part of the course. So I went and taught taught it. The very next day I went to Coach Porter. I went, because of you, I'm going into teaching. He's like, what are you talking about? And so I left that major and I went into teaching. 
and I've loved it ever since. But he was my pivotal point. And I remember mm. after I graduated, and I think I'd been a principal for a few years, I saw him at Foodland and went, Coach Porter, I don't know if you remember me, but because of you, I just want to say thank you. Thank you because I went into teaching because of you. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know if I would have gotten that in New Zealand. Right. Wow. That's awesome. Uh, no, I don't think you did. Mm. But, you know, how you go, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how you do it often? Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I don't remember you, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the case. <laughs> but wow. I, I can tell you what, I beat him in badminton. Really? Badminton. Was my yeah? He tried to talk me into coming into tennis. And I went, I'm not playing outside. It's too hot. <laughs> wow, Coach Porter, yeah, good man, that guy. Wow, that's 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 really awesome. I mean, and by the way, I want you to know that I've been to the big metropolis of uh, Turangi. Uh, Seamus, your brother Seamus, and uh, good man, Seamus took me over there and uh, said that this is the center of the universe, and in Ten minutes, the tour was over. So it, was, it wasn't that big. So, but, uh, but I've been there. Uh, it was nice. You know, got to stay in the house, and uh, he showed me where uh, all the stuff that he built and uh, remodeled in that uh, little place on the side. So it was, it was a very nice trip. Oh, so he didn't really take you to the center. That's no. when you would have really liked. Oh, um, Seamus, can we go home? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, was, I was grateful for the opportunity to go with uh, Alfred and, and Seamus to really get a good tour of uh, New Zealand. So I'm grateful for that. Thank you for taking time to, to share that. And, um, you know, now that we look back at our, uh, you know, our journey, is there one thing that you guys want to share? Maybe if students are coming from Samoa or New Zealand, what is one thing that you would like to maybe say, you know, be prepared by doing this yeah. before you come to BYU Hawaii? Any particular advice? For me, for our kids, I I don't know if it's just my kids, but it's really to um, don't procrastinate. Mm. It's if you've got a goal, fill it. Don't say, oh, yeah, I'll do it tomorrow. Don't do what you can do tomorrow when you can do it today. I think a lot of our poly kids have, and our Māori kids have gone home because they haven't seen, it's a change of school system, eh? Yeah. When I first got here, you know how you go into the testing centre and Sister Kuno, remember her? Mm-hmm. She was in the testing centre and she said to me, because uh, C was a passing in New Zealand at, at that time when I was there, Walked in and I went, oh, right on. I got a 70 something. It's a pass. She goes, What are you thinking? You need to be. <laughs> she started scolding me in front of everybody. And that's when I realized, Hey, it's a different school system. My grades can never, ever be in the C's. It's got to be in the 80s and the 90s. Right. So it's just understanding and knowing that there is a different grading system, that there's a different expectation, and that you don't have mum and dad behind you saying, hey, have you done your homework? Right. You've got to be proactive. You've got to know what you want and do it. So you've got to come over with the mindset of growth and not be fixed. Right. Very good. That's good advice. Thank you for sharing that. That's really awesome. 
and don't spend your two dollars all in one place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of money then. Okay. My, my would be go ahead. Um, experience freedom. Mm. You know, get out there, go on a mission, do something, you know, something just experience what freedom is like. Because if you haven't done that and you get to Hawaii and freedom is placed in your lap, then you kind of go kind of crazy. <laughs> you know, but if you go and you know what you need to do and you, you learn some responsibility, then uh, you'll get that degree done. You know? Yes, that's true. That's true. <clears throat> Both good advice for our students. Thank you. So in these two photos here, is this your... Uh, Family, Sheena, is that? Oh, yeah. Um, a couple of years ago, Seamus went on a coaching something for rugby to mm -hmm. Ireland, uh, to England. So he said that he was going to visit one of my um, my dad's sisters who we've never, ever met. Wow. So I jumped on the plane and met him over there. And the lady that you see between us is my dad's Live, only living sister and that's all her children and grandchildren so that's the photo on the left um so yeah that's me and Seamus and my auntie auntie Joan and that's in Ireland you said that's in Ireland yeah and her in my cousin's living room yeah and then the photo on the right is my husband's family yep my mom and her husband uh, my siblings, not all of them, but yeah, yeah quite a few are there. One, two, three, four, five, yeah. Four of the boys. We have six boys. He's, in, he's probably in Texas on a bar stool or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing through the years as you grow up as siblings and family, uh, how you spread out, you know, go to different places to have your families and settle and jobs sometimes take us there. You never know. So, but you always uh, look to these opportunities when you get together to, uh, to meet again and reunite before you leave out again. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Okay. Let's see. Ah. Uh, Oh, of these pictures will come and haunt us one day. <laughs> <laughs> so, Norris, why don't you take us through the pictures here on the left side? Oh, uh, we got Seta there. We got Nephi, who both are not with us anymore. Right. Rest uh, in peace. We got Brian Tell there on the bottom there with me. Jerry Omoa. Uh, Tina, who's also not with us anymore. Um, and then we've got John Raymond and Billy Fayoko. Wow. So it's it's great to be able to go through them and know every single one's names because of the the fun that we had, you know. <laughs> and it was just that's a great time in our lives. Then on the other side, <laughs> this is my crew. Yeah, this is crew. <laughs> you know, it's nice to see. Look, I see Maka there and Lamar. Is that Lika? No, oh, that's Patty. Oh. David's on the bottom. I see you right in the middle. Of course, Eddie. Yes. <laughs> and then we've got Doffy and Norma and Dallin, Tia. 
and that's Croton and and Ula Pula. Yeah, Ula Pula. We had some great memories. Oh, that was my favorite show. This is Polynesia. You can tell by the purple. Yeah. Because the only thing you had to change was the lay, and we only had to sing half the show. Those were good times, I tell you. Like Norris was saying, I mean, both of you, I mean, we look forward to going to work because we never knew what was going to happen. There was always something different happening at work and made it fun for us to enjoy the day at work. You know, this, I think this picture was when we had, um, when, whenever we'd have a double show, right, we had ice cream. Mm -hmm. And when we had ice cream from, um, Emilie used to bring the bread, French bread. That's the first time I've ever tasted ice cream inside of French bread. <laughs> right? Well, I don't know if it's a Tongan thing, but man, that was my favorite thing to eat. That was good. That was really good. And you know, uh, listening to you guys, you know, in our journey as we came here to BYU Hawaii, went to PCC. I mean, I grew up here when I was little, but I never thought I would, you know, learn other cultural dances. Yeah. I was just stuck in my Samoan culture and ah, that's good enough. I don't need to learn. But I was so grateful that I was able to learn other dances, learn other cultural songs, and really appreciate our connection uh, with our other brothers and sisters. So, I think uh, besides BYU Hawaii, PCC has really helped us in, in, in a way to be educated in that respect. And the connections and the similarities mm. between the two, between cultures. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it's great to be able to break those walls down because when I first came, I thought there was a real strong Samoan and Tongan thing, but there wasn't really. I, there was in my mind, but in actuality, it was great because I think it was because the Tongans danced Samoan and the Samoans danced Tongan. Yeah. And so they respect each other because, you know, they know what they've had to go through to get where they're at. And they know where that comes from. It's from the same same source. So it's, yeah. it's amazing. And, you know, and you, we both, we all know it was the gospel, yeah, that helped us, uh, put us together, binded us together. There was no segregation or differences. We just saw each other, brothers and sisters, yeah? Yes, Seamus, I think so too. Oh, Seamus. <laughs> you should be in bed by now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Seamus. I appreciate you chiming in, brother. I miss you too. <laughs> uh, so uh, this is a good time. Uh, take a look at uh, some of the comments here on the uh, on your screen, uh, Norris and uh, Sheena. Can you see some of those comments? Oh, there oh, they are. Yeah. Oh. So you see some of these folks chiming in from uh, PNG, Papua New Guinea. Some from the Philippines. Some from up here in the mainland. Yeah. I haven't seen our uh, New Zealand group yet, but. Uh, oh. They're sleeping. <laughs> Aloha from Nigeria. Imagine that. Wow. Oh, awesome. <laughs> so, you know, this is evident of our alumni everywhere, yeah? Yes. You know, they've come here at one point in their life and then they moved on. Aloha from Brisbane. Thank you so much. Oh, my goodness. See, these people will know exactly what we're talking about. Yes. Because of um, our experience is probably theirs too. Right. 
Jerome Labrador from the Philippines. <laughs> Man. Family history together. Oh. Lots of people. And they'll continue to chime in as uh, as we go along here. Okay. That's a, that a good uh, discussion on uh, our, our photos here. Whew. That was, uh, those are fun days. Yeah, you'd need another couple of hours for. Oh, my <laughs> this is a nice photo. I know you two were heavily involved in promo teams and traveled on to different uh, countries and uh, participated, right? So, can you uh, walk us through some of this and maybe uh, start with the left photo there? Yeah. Yeah, it's when we went on a promo together. We just had our baby, our first baby. And, um, it was hard, but man, when we got there, it was good fun. Right in the middle, of course, is Konishki. And to this day, we're, we're still good friends. We go over sometimes to, you know, kick back with him and talk story. Oh, nice. Um, let me see. The other side. Yeah. But that trip, you know, um, I think this is where the gospel kind of connects and the spirit of Loha. Being from PCC, I remember meeting the mayor there because I was from New Zealand and the sister city was Auckland. Mm -hmm. so, you know, there was different avenues to get in to see these um, uh, officials of their country. Kanishki told us that there's never been a woman in the stable and yet, you know, there's, there's a picture of all of us in the middle of a stable. So we had unreal experiences, not only because we're from representing Polynesian cultural center, but you're right about the connection to the gospel and there's something different about the spirit of aloha. The yeah. other one is, um, it's our Japan, every year they go to Odaiba. And this is one of the, I think the last one before COVID hit. Wow. So this is only just recently. And this is the team here. Of course, Milton is. In the Milton, back. Yeah. They're the stalwarts. And you probably see like David Niliai, um, another stalwart. Alex used to go all the time with Mara and Doffy. And that's Lana, Dad. Lana. Uh, um, so, anyway, it's representing Polynesian Culture Center. And I love doing that. Not only does it get me connected, but it gives me foundation and roots to remind me of what. I really am. And when I come back, it, it's a, just refreshing. Right, right. Well, that's that's a good. And, and what's neat is it doesn't matter where we go. We always run into that connection, yeah? Oh, oh absolutely. And you'd, you'd be surprised how many alumni turn up. Mm -hmm. So at this one in Odaiba, we met up with Philip Smiler. Wow. It's like... I went to high school with you in New Zealand and you're here in Japan. And so, you know, it's those kind of connections. You'll always meet someone from Hawaii who went to BYU. That's right. That's right. Or, or at least knew somebody that went here. And then yeah. you have that commonality. Wow. Mm -hmm. Well, that's good. I mean, you two were a lot, you know, you guys were uh, involved a lot in these promo teams and these travel, which is really nice. And, the continued experience, educational part of your journey, uh, you know, beyond B PCC and BYU, and, and you took it there. So I'm glad that you were able to share that. All right, let's see what else. Seamus is still chiming in. <laughs> Can you mute him? <laughs> I could, I would, but anyway. <laughs> uh, so, you know, 
I remember when you know you guys uh, were receiving these accomplishments, and I got to tell you, I was kind of, I was really proud of, of the fact that I knew you guys. I said, man, <clears throat> that's amazing. And then you look back at the accomplishment, you look back at what you just shared earlier of where you came from and how you got here. And then you look at these things that you've been involved in. You know, how did, what, what came to your mind? What are some of the things in, re, in reference to your theme today that when this happened to you, you know, what came to your mind? Um, I do remember this and I, I remember a lot of it being in disbelief. First thing was like, I'm not even a citizen of the United States and they gave this to me. So, Sheena, can you explain a little bit about this award? Oh, sure. somebody, somebody doesn't understand what this is. So in 2013 or 14, 14. I was honored with um, uh, the most prestigious award that any educator or administrator could get, and that was the Principal of the Year for the United States. So the journey to get that, I had to be nominated. And at that time, my um, complex area superintendent, Leah Albert, who is also a huge um, supporter for BYU and PCC, um, she was the principal at, at Kahuku High School for years. And then she moved into the superintendent position. But she nominated me. I received it. Um, and then I got the Hawaii one. So from the Hawaii, there's 50 of you. Um, so you're nominated. Out of 50, you're selected. So you have to send an application. She sent someone to write it for me because she knew I wouldn't. That's too much time, too much writing. You don't have that time anyway. So someone had to sit there and write it, and it had to be submitted by 6 o'clock. <clears throat> I submitted it by 5.59, and so it was in. Um, a few weeks later, they surprised me with this gift. Um, but I think I received the awards and accolades and stuff, but it really wasn't me. It was our students of the school. So we did it for King Intermediate by making such high gains and, um, you know, just the whole cultural shift mm. that we had at that school. And somebody asked me, how did you do it? And I said, I ran it like young women's, like the young young men, young women program, but I, I used the same philosophy as Relief Society. Mm -hmm. So if someone's sick, you go out and minister. If someone needs help, you go out and support them. If they shouldn't be in that position, you change them. So, you know, that kind of stuff. But um, it was really based on the teachings that I've learned from Relief Society and young women. So I received this honor. I went to... Um, to Washington a few times. Every month I had to go to Washington. And so I had to pitch the reason why I should be nominated or selected as the principal of the year. And it was really hard because the people I was going up against was a principal who at that time was Hurricane Katrina. Wow. And so he was the principal that held school in his backyard because he's the only one that had a yard at that time. Mm that um, their houses were flattened and they were living out of cars and out of the boots of their cars. So, you know, this, you hear these stories and you're like, oh, my gosh. And then the other principle was the Columbine principle. Mm. So that had just happened and here's them telling my their stories and here's me in the middle going, 
while I've got the beautiful Kualau Mountains on one side and the beautiful ocean on the other. You know, <laughs> what's my story? Right. And, you know, I had to kind of really reflect as to what was the difference. And the only thing that I could say was the spirit of Aloha that came through and um, Heavenly Father placed me in a position that needed to be shared at that time. So uh, that was a rough, rough school. It was, it was known as the zoo. <laughs> and, and, well, there's a lot of things that. But I loved it, you know, so much that I came back to Hawaii last week, right? right. Someone took my bag. The kid there at the counter said, don't worry about it. Uh, grab the counter, uh, grab the bag, called the owner of the bag, got the bag switched out. And then he said to me, Mrs. Eliasa, well, you, you're Mrs. Eliasa. You're the principal at King. I went, yes. And he goes, I was your student. And I went, oh, I hope I was okay. He goes, you were awesome. <laughs> and so I used to tell our kids, tell yourselves that you're awesome and that um, we got this award because of them. Mm -hmm. Other, they are the. They used to say to me, "So if you're the principal of the nation, that means we're the school of the nation. That means I'm the kid of the nation." Well, yeah. Wow. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah, that's what that was all about. Nice. And this was in uh, Washington D.C. You said. Yes, well, we got to meet the president. We walked through the White House. It was funny because I went to the ceremony with. Uh, yeah. You know, the if I found them. right, and everybody wanted to take pictures with me instead of her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Haka. Are we saying aloha oi? Oh, man. that was so cool. Well, the Lord blessed you and placed you there for a purpose. So, <clears throat> and you know, you never know the influence that you bring. Uh, that we all bring sometimes when we in different places. So, you know, I'm grateful for those opportunities and those blessings. Yeah. Yeah, we are. <laughs> yeah. So Norris, tell yes. us about this uh, photo here on the right. On the right, that's that's the award that she received. Okay. And um, yeah, that's that's they have like a place where you take pictures, and so mm -hmm. I got to be. Um, there with the, the principal of the nation. <laughs> and, and they want to take pictures with them. And they want to take pictures with me. It's funny. But yeah, that's yeah, that's that's a fine moment there to, to be able to celebrate with uh, with your wife her accomplishments. Absolutely. And it's just she's so honored to be able to be there. And you I said go ahead, I'm sorry. I just think we all know that you can't do it by yourself. Mm. And whatever accomplishments it is, it's because of your husband, it's because of your children, a lot of sacrifice on their behalf. So, you know, yeah, just wanted to acknowledge that. Oh, that's that you said it right. It's it's uh, it's a family effort, everybody. Yeah, so good job, Sheena, Norris. Very nice. All right, let's see. Oh, Let's see. We got a comment here from Valerie Kahanu. Does that name sound familiar, Sheena? May I ask what years you were principal for King Intermediate School? Let's think. I went from Kahalu to Heia to King to Castle. <laughs> to <commemorate. laughs> um, I was there from, I think, 2000 and 
I'll tell you what, that was the best school that I, I've loved. Loved, loved, loved. One of my favorite schools. Well, you, you, I mean, this, this very next photo here, it's also another school <laughs> that you, that you have worked and made a difference at, right? Well, I hope to. I'm wondering if that's. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. yeah, that's at Kamehameha. I was there for three years and I learned so much. Right. So much. Um, totally different from King, I tell you that, and Castle. But I loved it. I grew. I learned so much. My um, sphere of influence grew. My connections grew. Um, just so many people that you can learn from in that school. Culturally based, I learned more about me. So, yeah, it was fantastic. That's nice. Wow. You've gone around to different places, which is really good. to gain all those different experiences along the way. Okay, all right. So in the in the car there, was that a parade here in Laie? Yes. Yeah. Parade here in Laie is celebrating their principal. Oh, nice. Uh, one thing about, uh, I got to say about Laie, Laie is just, they're on a different level when it comes to support and everything. Uh, it's just, they're just amazing. Those were pre-firework parades. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got that right. <laughs> I knew that when I was at home. <laughs> oh, awesome. Well, thank you. Let's see what else we got here. Okay, so this is uh, pictures we have of your whole family, I think, here at the Temple yeah. Ground. We were celebrating our son, the one in white, of course. Yeah. He um, just got sealed to us. Oh, nice. So he's our forever son. Nice. So this is everybody on this photo, right? Yes. The one on the left is everyone who attended okay. um, from both Norris's side and my side. So Seamus and Julia were there. Thank goodness they've moved to Utah, the land of uh, Mars Cree. And <laughs> did you hear that, did you? All right. Huh? <laughs> um, and the most important person there with us is our grandma. Is um, yeah, um, the right side, there. yeah, other than Reese, of course. Of course, and so, um, on the right side, you'll you'll see an updated without our grandchildren of um, Matthew, Risha, myself, Norris, Sherris, and her husband Hayden, who's from Christchurch. Wow, and our little boy, and it's freezing, and we're all sitting there with slippers on. Yeah, look at us, get <laughs> <laughs> a break. Yeah, I don't know what we're thinking. <laughs> oh, that's nice. This is a nice uh, photo of all your, your family members. Thank you. Okay. So I think we have a couple more slides or maybe one more as our time is winding down here. I think this might be our last photo. So one of the things that uh, I have the pleasure of is uh, working with uh, our staff here with Leigh uh, Cummings, our whole Kelly department, James Faustino, our dean of students here, as well as our all of our managers and staff and students, is be able to work with our alumni. I've always believed, and I've said this before, without the alumni, 
you know, the the bloodline of the university really comes from the alumni because they're the ones that help us with recruitment. And they also help us with students that are finishing school here at BYU Hawaii and make those connections again uh, as they move forward, wherever that may be, whether it's employment or going on to graduate school or whatever the case might be. So I wanted to thank you, Sheena and Norris, as well as others in the Utah chapter reunion that we had uh, uh, this past fall. I, I can't even remember when we had that. But uh, it was a nice gathering, and uh, I was really surprised to see how many people came, even when the BYU game was on, and uh, quite a few people did come mm. and enjoy a meal and reconnected and uh, strengthened the uh, Utah chapter. So I wanted to give you a few minutes to kind of talk a little bit about what you guys are planning and some of the people that are involved in the leadership there, Sheena and, and Norris and some of the things that they you know, some of the alumni that may be listening in from Utah uh, able to join you guys there. Yeah, we're really excited. Um, and this, I think it was very timely. And it, the chapter reunion happened at a time when we had just finished the PCC alumni um, celebration and it was all focused for Doffy. Doffy was a teacher at our school. Um, she did so much for the community. She did so much for BYU and PCC. Um, so we were just coming off in this, and then Eddie um, said, can we all get together? Well, this happened, and it was just unbelievable how many people were still just so eager to support and help. So we wanted to carry this on, and um, as a leadership team, John Warwick, Warwick and Momi Tua and Vuna Tukuafu. We've decided that we're going to um, just coordinate it all for everybody and be able to branch out and um, get our alumni involved again because there's too many people that are just sitting there saying, what can I do? And now we've, we're kind of start, uh, organizing it as much so that we have a venue to be able to do. We want to help alumni coming back. We want to help our students who are going over to understand the culture of Hawaii because there is a culture there. Yes. You don't walk in and you've got, you're walking up and down the countryside with short shorts or no shirt or, um, you know, bikinis or whatever else. You just don't do that because mm -hmm. it's the place of the Lord. And out of respect, and that's an island cultural respect, is what you wear and how you present yourself. You're representing, like we said, to honor the um, past to be to see our future. You honor what the uh, previous people have set forth. So our chapter, we want to really open the eyes up um, of our prospective students and give them a bit of a taste of, and understand what it looks like. And then for our alumni, start connecting so that we can say, okay, if we've got students that are just graduating, how can we help them? My school is open to any intern. We will take any and all just so that we can get not only experience there but acclimate them into the to whatever, um, if they're into education, social work, or, you know, even office. That's the opportunities we want to give to our students who are graduating and needing to kind of find out where they are as a transition ground into what their career should be. Um, and some of our students from BYU go straight into high-paying jobs, and they're established. 
but it allows the chapter allows us to reconnect and just uh, maybe it's almost like a reset for our foundation yeah. just um, understand where we were what we were doing why we were there and to move forward to um, ground ourselves again in the fundamentals of who we are so we're hoping to build up the chapter we'll start up websites we'll send out emails we're going to have shirts available for purchase to help build up maybe a couple of activities that we've talked about whether it's a luau um, for our alumni, as in fundraising, hopefully we'll get enough to send Utah kids um, on scholarships. So we've got to build that back up again. Um, so we're looking at two functions per year. Um, so we'll see where we go, but stay stay tuned for this. And we'll ask Eddie to help us send that um, word out. I think that Ohana Network is going to help us and be key to be able to connect to everybody to um, advertise whatever we're doing on it. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Sheena and, and Norris, for doing that. Uh, there's a lot of people there that, you know, that were here. So they're all there uh, helping and supporting each other and our, and our families. I know uh, Bill Tenney and Michelle is also there to, to help, and we're grateful to them. Uh, we have Keenan Kanaele and, and Jeannie and his family and so many people. Seamus is there and Many of our students that have graduated in a few in the recent years, they're all there. They're all in these pictures and, you know, they're through support. So I'm grateful to you, uh, Sheena and Norris, for your uh, willingness to carry this on as the chapter. You know, these chapters is an extension of our experience, right, that we've, we've had here at BYU Hawaii and, and uh, at BCC and our community. So... I encourage all of you that are listening in from uh, Utah uh, to uh, to uh, sign in on Ohana Network, and that way we can pass the information over to uh, the leaders there. So uh, as we're wrapping up and finishing off, I just want to thank you both again. But uh, before we do that, any last advice, uh, Sheena and Norris, for maybe alumni or students that may be, you know, not necessarily looking at BYU-Hawaii, but the importance of education in general and making sure that we stay on that path to help our families and ours and ourselves individually. Yeah, I, I've just got, I guess, one piece of advice is advocate for yourself. A lot of us are very humble and the Polynesian especially um, are very humble. And so they won't toot their horn. It's hard. But don't be afraid to share your accomplishments. And I say that I, I've don't really tell anybody that I was the national principal. Um, but people have got to shine and you've got to share your talents. And it could be the best folding paper napkin folders in the world. But you focus and you be consistent on folding those napkins, you will be the best at it. So you find your love, you find your passion, and you you just do it. Yeah, I think um, if you're thinking about doing it and going to BYU Hawaii, it's the best university out there to make connections, make uh, um, these wonderful relationships that you can get. It's just the best in the world. And being able to accommodate all of those different nationality 
and and still be a well-run, well-oiled machine here in Hawaii. Um, once you get a taste of it, it'll be wonderful. You accomplish your goals, and you get out there, and you share it even some more. <laughs> Thank you, Norris. Thank you, Sheena. Thank you for your time, and thank you for my last-minute request. You guys were here. I asked you if you could step in this week to be part of our podcast, so I really want to thank you for your willingness to do that. I know you have a busy schedule at work and you with your family and other activities that you folks do there in, uh, in Utah at home, so I really appreciate you taking this hour away from uh, your family to, to be with us. So uh, I want to thank uh, our guests today and for their time. And uh, for those of the, uh, in Utah, you know, get involved with the chapter. Uh, help some of these uh, folks out there. And uh, if you guys want to come to BYU Hawaii to pay a visit, please let us know so we can uh, give you a tour and talk about our mission, our unique uh, curriculum that we do now here in BYU Hawaii and some of the updates that's been happening around campus that uh, you'll be um, surprised at uh, the growth that's happening here as well. So thank you, Sheena. Thank you, Norris, for your time. Thank and you. Uh, bless you and your family. We love you guys. Love you. <laughs> All Bye. Right. Bye. Bye. Thank you. So as we wrap things up, I just want to take a, a minute or two to Thank you, everybody that are out there um, that chimed in for our podcast today. Uh, again, a reminder to go into Ohana Network to update or uh, create your profile so we can stay in touch with you right there on the bottom of the screen, ohana.byuh.edu. Uh, so <clears throat> give us a chance to connect. And if you want to mentor our students that are here at BYU Hawaii, please let us know as well. There are other ways that you can join in. Uh, we're going to share that with you during our um, newsletter that we do monthly as well as uh, through uh, Ohana Network. Uh, if you have any questions or information about our alumni, you can always contact us through alumni at byuh.edu. Uh, and last but not least, I just wanted to uh, share a little message Uh Continue to have thoughts and prayers for our brothers and sisters in Tonga and uh, those that have been affected in the, the Pacific as they continue to recover uh, down there in the Pacific. Um, I know we're doing our best to also assist and support the uh, Tongan students that are here as well as others from the Pacific that have been affected by this. And uh, we've had a, a gathering, um, I think a couple of nights ago with our Tongan and Fijian students who are very supportive of, of each other. So um, continue to keep them in your thoughts and your prayers as we uh, hear more and more news about our brothers and sisters in Tonga. So thank you again for joining us on this beautiful uh, Friday here in Hawaii. Hope you have a wonderful weekend. Uh, look forward to having you join us next weekend. We have uh, some awesome guests next week, weekend that will be joining us, uh, some of our old older uh, CCH alumni and faculty that will be coming and talking to us in preparation of our, to our, um, what you call the Founders Day, Founders Day of the university, which is uh, February 12, 1955. So around February, we try to do things that are 
dedicate to uh, the start of this beautiful school that uh, we've had the chance to attend. So we will have some wonderful guests next week and encourage you to join us. Thank you again for coming and uh, being with us today. Have a wonderful weekend and uh, aloha.